You are listening to the Thinking Big Podcast. Welcome and thank you so much to everyone for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about neurohacking and how it can supercharge our imagination. You know, imagination is the start of everything that we have, all of our goals. And this will be part of a three to four podcast series on neurohacking. So subscribe to the podcast if you don't want to miss out on the others in this series. So what exactly is neurohacking? Well, neurohacking or neuroencoding, you know, it's a process of using specific techniques to improve your mental abilities. You know, this include anything from improving your memory uh, to learning new skills faster, improving your imagination to increasing your focus and concentration. The goal is to use these techniques to help you achieve your goals faster and with greater success. Almost everybody's heard about life hacks, you know, those little hacks that you learn that make your everyday, you know, tasks easier. You've probably heard about biohacking and stuff like eating certain things to get certain results. Well, specifically today, we're going to be talking about changing our brain waves to a state where our imagination is supercharged. Welcome to the Thinking Big Podcast with Sean Osborne, the show helping you think bigger into your life and potential. Sean believes by equipping you with the tools, strategies, and philosophies required to be successful in all aspects of your life, you can achieve anything you believe in. Empowering our own growth makes a deeply positive and lasting impact on our lives, community, and our world. Now, here's Sean. All right, before we begin, let's talk about some brainwave basics so we can have a better understanding of how and where we can use these different mind states. Now, we have four primary brainwave states that we can kind of go in and out of. Uh, you've probably heard of delta, you know, theta, alpha, beta. Uh, now, there's also gamma. Uh, we're, we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, so we're going to talk about each of these brainwave states and kind of what they do and, and, and just a little brief overview of what they are. So the first brainwave state we're going to talk about is Delta. And for the first two years of your life, you were in what's called Delta, which is a very slow brainwave activity. Uh, and as adult, Delta can be generated in you know, the deepest of meditation and in dreamless sleep. Delta waves uh, suspend external awareness. Uh, they are for healing and regeneration uh, are stimulated by the state. And, you know, and that's why uh, deep restorative sleep is so essential in our healing process. The next state we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about theta waves. And you are, you know, you kind of move up to theta waves from the age two to six. You know, that's where your brain waves kind of speed up to. And as an adult, Theta brainwaves occur most often in sleep, but are also dominant in deep meditation. And theta is our gateway, our neurohack to learning, to memory, to imagination, and to intuition even. And today we're going to focus on the theta frequency and how we can you know, purposely get in this state when we need to supercharge our imagination and our intuition. In theta, our senses are withdrawn from the external world and focus on signals originating from within. And think about it. This is when a child's you know, life is in a super programmable state. You know, it's just soaking up everything about the environment, language, uh, mannerisms, everything at an alarming rate. And in theta, you don't really have the ability to question it. You know, this is kind of before, you know, again, you're, this is not on a conscious level. We don't have, we can't filter it. Next, we're going to be talking about uh, the alpha waves. 
And it's only from age around 6 to 12 that the frequency speeds up again to this alpha state, which and as an adult, we consider that kind of a relaxed consciousness. So hypnosis, you know, some meditations. Uh, I actually get into alpha state when I get deep tissue massages and, you know, just kind of drift off into, you know, a trance. My wife, on the other hand, goes into full gamma brainwaves and crawls up the side of the walls whenever she's getting one. Uh, but alpha brainwaves are dominant during quietly flowing, you know, thoughts. And again, in some meditative states. Alpha is known as the power of now, being here, being in the presence. You know, alpha is the resting state for the brain. And alpha waves aid overall mental coordination, calmness, alertness, mind and body integration and learning. It's a very powerful state to be in. Beta waves, that's really what we speed up to at about the age 12, uh, all the way up to, you know, till you die. But you're basically, your normal state is beta, uh, which is about 12 to 38 hertz. Uh, but we, know, you know, we look at it as, you know, this is just normal waking consciousness. You know, that's beta. When you're just sitting around, that is beta. Beta brainwaves dominate our normal waking state of consciousness when attention is directed towards cognitive tasks and the outside world. Beta is a fast activity present when we are alert, attentive, engaged in problem solving, you know, judgment, decision making, uh, or focusing on really any mental activity such as math and stuff like that. If you follow my UOS work, this is where the slow OS works. When I talk about the slow OS, this is really where it's at. It's in these beta waves. And the beta waves actually are broken down into three bands. And we'll, we'll talk about those quick. You've got the uh, low beta, which can be thought of as, you know, a fast idle or musing. Uh, the next is beta, which is high engagement or activity, you know, figuring something out. And then the high beta is really highly complex thought, integrating new experiences, high anxiety, uh, excitement. All of those are within the high beta bands. Now, continual high-frequency processing is not a very efficient way to run the brain as it takes tremendous amount of energy. And think about it. You know, these are the four basic groups. And just, just think about this for a second. If you're trying to be, you know, imagine new things, come up with new ideas, brainstorm these things, and you're in high beta with anxiety, excitement, how effective do you think you're going to be? You know, we know that imagination is up there in the theta waves. So if you're over here in the, in the beta waves, and you know, beta high especially, you're not going to be able to come up with those ideas. You're not going to be able to be imaginative. You're going to be in anxiety <laughs> and have some excitement. So this is why it's so important to be able to put ourselves in these states. And I'm sure you can see how purposely you know, changing our mental states to match the immediate goal that we want can be such an incredible tool in our neurohacking arsenal. All right, so this episode, again, that was kind of the basic, but this episode is about the theta wave. And I mentioned theta brainwaves occur, you know, most often in sleep and deep meditation. And from a sleeping standpoint, how can we neurohack into a state in order to get ideas to tap into our intuition, to supercharge our imagination. Theta is that twilight state which we normally only experience uh, fleetingly as we wake or drift off to sleep and wake and drift off to sleep. This is when you're half awake, 
half asleep, you're in kind of that dream world. And I'm sure you've all experienced this, you know, sleeping in your bed, you're dreaming, uh, and then something from the outside world, like a doorbell or a telephone or something happens, and all of a sudden, that's featured in your dream. You know, in your dream, you all of a sudden are dreaming of someone ringing a doorbell. That is the theta. That, that is exactly when you're in theta. You know, it's kind of one foot in each world, you know, the unconscious and the conscious, seeing things in the real world, but living in a dream world at the same time. And in theta, we are in a dream. You know, it's vivid imagery. It's intuition. And here's the thing. You have access to information beyond our normal conscious awareness. Uh, because your your conscious awareness is filtering stuff out, so you're kind of in this area where you can get you can get some ideas, you can you can imagine things that you consciously won't be able to get to. So here is you know kind of a way to hack into that you know that sleeping portion of of theta, and how can you get there, and how can you kind of utilize that? And for me, the best time to do this hack is first thing in the morning. Uh, you can try doing it when you're going to bed, but again, I think it's the best time is, is in the morning. Uh, you might need to you know, shift your sleep schedule a little bit, so go to bed a little bit earlier so you can wake up and have a little bit more time to be in that theta uh, brainwave and, and spend time there. So here's what you do. Get up in the morning. You know, kind of blurry-eyed and and half awake, and uh, either stay in bed or go somewhere where you know you can do a meditation. And here's the important thing: start by asking yourself questions. What do I need to know today? Uh, what's the next step that I need to take? You know, start brainstorming ideas and letting your subconscious answer. Because again, once you wake up, you're going to be filtering those out. So let it answer, and you can keep a pen and paper there. You know, I use a little device called a remarkable device. I do not recommend being at a computer or doing this with a phone because the light will wake you up. Write things down as they flow or when you're done because you will not remember for very long. I'm telling you, if you're like me at all, I take a shower first thing. I get up, you know, do a few things and then get in the shower. Again, I'm still kind of in that theta, that theta brain, you know, brain waves. And I'll have the best ideas in the world in the shower. Oh my God. I could have solved so many things with the thoughts and ideas that I had in the shower. And by the time I got out of the shower and got dressed, I'm like, what did I think about? I know it was amazing. I know it was the best idea ever, but I can't remember it now because I'm not in that theta brainwave anymore. So write it down. It is so important to to write this stuff down because again, you will not <laughs> you will not remember it. And you will be amazed at you know the ideas and the answers that you get back. You will even find out that you get ideas and answers throughout the day. And here's the thing. Pay attention. When you get those ideas and stuff, when you're starting to do this, pay attention because those answers are coming to you for a reason. And I do this a lot, and it I don't necessarily recommend it because it aggravates my wife to no end. But I actually, on purpose, I hit my snooze button three to four times. You know, it's, it's 10 minutes for each one. And I stay in that theta uh, brain frequency. You know, the, my alarm will go off and I, I hit the snooze and I start asking myself questions and I'm getting these things and it goes off again and I, I hit the snooze again and I'm off. So I spend like 30 minutes, uh, 40 minutes, at least three or four times a week doing this. And the things that I get are just absolutely amazing. Uh, but do this, you know, wherever you do it or however you do it, do it for, you know, 15 to 30 minutes uh, a few times a week. And again, you're purposely putting yourself in that theta brainwave. You know, that's the important thing to do. 
Now, we also talked about the other time as an adult that we get into this theta, you know, we get into this brainwave and, and it's through meditation. And the second hack I'm going to take you through is what's called brainwave entrainment. And it is a form of meditation. And it's something that I highly recommend that you try and you use. And brainwave entrainment uh, is really my method of choice. Uh, but you hear people uh, using other things like mind-altering chemicals uh, to do these things and to get your mind at a different frequency. Now, I don't use that, but I use what we're going to talk about today. And if you think about it, traditional methods such as meditation and yoga, they train your brainwaves into balance. Now, newer methods like brainwave entrainment or synchronization is an easy, low-cost method to temporarily alter your brainwave state. So we can temporarily put our, our brainwave state in theta when we're trying to come up with ideas and we're trying to use our imagination. Brainwave synchronization or neural entrainment, some people call, refers to the observation that brainwaves will naturally synchronize to the rhythm of periodic external stimuli such as flickering lights, uh, speech, music, which is what I use, uh, tactile stimuli. You know, all these things can actually induce the mind into going into synchronization. And this frequency synchronization uh, response can be seen in action with those prone to you know, epilepsy. When that frequency in the form of light you know, flashes at their seizure frequency, the brain will synchronize uh, to the flashing lights and result in a seizure. Now, on a positive side, the same mechanism is commonly used to induce many brainwave states, such as enhanced focus, relaxation, meditation, and today, imagination. This neurohacks the entire brain into a certain state. And we're going to use music, uh, specifically binaural beats. Uh, this is a method to stimulate the brain into entering a specific state by using sound. And these frequency sounds uh, hack into the brain's frequency synchronization that we just talked about. This is a method to stimulate the brain into entering a specific state using sound. And these frequency sounds literally hack into your brain's frequency synchronization response, encouraging the brain waves to align with that frequency of the given music. And in our case today, theta brainwave. Using music that's recorded, uh, it's in a range between three and eight hertz, uh, which is the theta, uh, you know, the theta range. And the beautiful thing about this is you can do it anywhere. I have done this on planes. I have done this uh, while waiting for people. I've done this. You can do it anywhere. And one of the reasons is you have to have headphones for the binaural music to work. You cannot use it with just speakers. Binaural Beats uh, relies on delivering two marginally different tones to each ear in order to create a perceived third tone. So without headphones, uh, the two distinct tones are just blended together and it's basically worthless. You can listen to it on normal speakers and it's just not going to do anything. It'll be completely ineffective. So that's why you can do it anywhere, though. You put your, put your headphones on and you can basically do it anywhere you want. Uh, at first, I don't, over, you know, I don't recommend overdoing it. You know, 15 minutes sessions is probably, you know, sufficient to begin. I sometimes go for as long as an hour or an hour and a half. And as a matter of fact, in the show notes, I'm going to give you a download to uh, a link to download three different Theta Binaural Beats songs. So you'll have three of them. Uh, they're 
really completely different Theta songs, but they're all about an hour to an hour and a half long. And they're great to get into, you know, this meditative state and to get your mind into the Theta, uh, you know, the Theta brainwaves. But you can Google search, you know, binaural beats. And for any of the frequencies, for, as an example, I actually listened to some of the music in the gamma waves, uh, which is around 40 hertz. I think the one that I listen to uh, when I'm really trying to focus and concentrate or trying to memorize things. It puts, again, it puts me in that state. This is a hack. This is a, a neuro hack. It puts me in the state to where I can focus better, concentrate better, and have a better memory. Right? So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do these neuro hackings. Again, you can do these with any of the brainwaves. So thank you again for tuning in today. And again, this is going to be probably a you know three to four part series on uh, neurohacking. So be sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast on whatever you know whatever you're listening to it on, so you get notified when the other episodes uh, pop up. Again, thank you so much for listening today, and I look forward to talking with you guys next week. <laughs>